Welcome to the Old Time Radio Superman Show from Boise, Idaho. This is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, email it to me, adam at adamsweb.us. Also, be sure and rate the show on iTunes. Also, I want to uh, encourage you, if you've not already, pick up your copy of Ultimate Midlife Crisis. It's my latest superhero comedy, and in it... Powerhouse faces a whole string of challenges brought about by the alien warlord Varlock, while Naomi establishes her own superhero identity. It's another uh, great superhero comedy, Ultimate Midlife Crisis. But now it's time for The Adventures of Superman, the original air date, April the 30th of 1947. It's The Phantom of the Sea, Part 3. Faster than a speeding bullet! More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Kellogg's Pep. P-E-P Pep. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, presents The Adventures of Superman. Today, Clark Kent as Superman finally reaches the scene of the mystery, but evidently too late. Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. Say, just three more days, gang. Just today, tomorrow, and the next day left for me to be telling you about this series of exciting comic buttons from packages of Kellogg's Pet. Next week, there'll be news for you, so you hop to it and get your collection of all 18 buttons complete. For instance, uh, do you have Brenda Starr yet? Or Cindy, Spud, Little Moose, and Goofy, and Beezy, and Superman? Actually, how close are you to having every single one in this series? Well, you won't want to miss out, you know, because these pep comic buttons are doggone good-looking. You want to wear them all pinned on your jacket or your dresser cap for everybody to see. And you'd hate to miss the fun of trading duplicates with your pals and comparing notes, too. Now, how you get these pep comic buttons is important. You don't spend any money, not even a box stop, and you can't buy them anywhere. All you do is to ask Mom to get you a good supply of Kellogg's Pep and look inside every package for your prize. And you'll find some mighty swell eating in a package of Pep, too. A breakfast dish with a sunny golden toasted flavor that's mighty satisfying on a spring morning. Every single whole wheat flake is crisp. Every spoonful gives your morning appetite a real lift. So ask Mom for P-E-P, the sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep. And now the adventures of Superman. Deciding to personally investigate a mysterious something in the sea that had paralyzed an entire fishing fleet with fear, Lois Lane and Horatio Horn, eccentric Daily Planet correspondent, hired a boat owned and operated by a Captain Marble. Putting out from San Selmo, a tiny fishing village on the Canadian coast, their skipper took Lois and Horn to the North Bank's fishing grounds, where, as the evening fog began to lift, they were horrified to see what appeared to be a gigantic sea monster. Turning the waters to foam, its bright red eyes glared balefully as it glided forward, bearing down on them with great speed and force. And before they could escape, it rammed and capsized their boat, then disappeared into the darkness. As we continue now, Clark Kent is making a vain attempt to reach Lois by telephone, as the girl reporter, together with Horatio Horn and Captain Marble, clings to the wreckage of the capsized boat. 
A stiff breeze lashes the sea into angry white-capped waves that pound at the shipwrecked trio as if trying to tear them loose from the upturned hull. Listen. Horatio. Here. Here I am, Miss Lane. Uh, are you all right? Uh, well, as could be expected under the circumstances. That's Captain Marvel. Here we are, Captain. Come on over here and join us. Well, this is a pretty kettle of fish. Oh, please, Mr. Horn. No pun now. Sorry. No pun intended. Are you all right, both of you? If you mean no broken bones, yes. But I don't know how how long I can hold on. You've got to hold on, Miss Lane. Maybe, maybe someone will come looking for us. Not much chance of that, mister. Why not, Captain? Somebody might have seen us go out. Aye, but they won't come looking. Not out here. You, you mean because of the, the sea monster? Aye, and now you've seen it. You and I, you know you can't blame them. Yes, but, but we must do something. We, we can't just stay out here and, and drown. Yes, from the way things are going... <coughs> Here we have much better to look forward to. Well, why do you say that, Captain? Because this hull won't stay afloat much longer. I wish I'd listened to Mr. White and stayed home. Well, why not wish for Superman while you're wishing? Well, I'd as well wish for the moon. Don't be discouraged, Miss Lane. Remember, while there's life, there's hope. While Horatio Horn tries valiantly to bolster up Lois Lane in the face of Captain Marble's glum forecast of doom, Clark Kent paces the floor in Perry White's office at the Daily Planet, where they are both waiting for a long-distance phone call to be put through to the girl reporter. Oh, for heaven's sake, Kent, will you please stop pacing the floor? I'm sorry, Chief, but I can't help being nervous. Oh, sit down and relax. Wearing out my rug isn't going to help matters. Why don't you practice what you preach? Huh? What do you mean? You're just as worried as I am. All right, all right, so I'm worried. Who wouldn't be? We've been waiting over an hour to get that call through to Lois and St. Selmo. Why in tarnation should it take so long? I don't know. Maybe they can't locate her. Maybe she's out. Oh, what will she be doing out at this hour of the night? She could be following up a leak. Well, the phone. I'll get it. I got it. Hello? Yes, Miss Backrackage. What? Still haven't located her. Well, did they say when... Wait a minute. What's that? She went where? Never expect to see her again. Because what? Wait, Scott, are you sure? Kent, for peace. No, that won't be necessary. Thank you, Miss Backrack. Oh, what's happened, Kent? What's the matter? Lois and Horn hired a boat and went out to the fishing ground several hours ago to locate the sea monster. Good heavens. They haven't been seen or heard from since. But from what the St. Selmo telephone operator told Miss Backrack, the villagers never expect to see them again. That's impossible. Well, maybe, but this time I'm going to follow my hunch to St. Selmo, so don't waste your breath trying to stop me. <laughs> Thoroughly alarmed, Clark Kent rushes out of the startled editor's office and, locking himself in the storeroom, strips off his street clothes to stand revealed as Superman. Up in this window. Now, out and away! Rocketing up into the night sky, the man of steel darts eastward to the sea, then veers left and streaks along the North Atlantic coast toward Canada. In a few moments, he covers the vast distance from Metropolis and drops down behind the Fisherman's Inn in San Selmo. Then, swiftly resuming the guise and garb of the mild-mannered reporter, Clark Kent, he strides into the deserted lobby of the small hotel 
and approaches the elderly clerk who snores peacefully in a chair behind the desk. Uh, excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, what, what's that? I'm sorry to wake you, but I'd like oh. to... Well, that's all right, young man. What can I do for you? I'm looking for a young lady, a newspaper reporter. Reporter, you say? Yes. Her name is Lois Lane, and I understand she went out to the fishing grounds in a hired boat. Do you happen to know if that's true? Uh, first, I know it is. And if it is true, don't ever expect to see her again. Alive, that is. Why do you say that? Because there's something out there, that's why. And if she and Mr. Horn, that's fellow with her, if when they saw it, they're plum goners. Now look, can you give me any idea whose boat she hired? Well, I'm here to make a deal with Ike Barnaby to take him out. You tell me where this man Barnaby lives? Yep. Well, it won't do any good. Why not? Because if he took him out, he don't live there no more. Now, please tell me where to find his place. Yeah, just as you say, Ike's shack is down at the foot of the next street, alongside his moor and dock. Thanks very much. Good night. <laughs> I wouldn't take no chance of running into that thing living out there in the sea for ten times what they offered. And I warned them to stay away from it. But they wouldn't pay me no mind. Who did take them out, Mr. Barnaby? Jonathan Marble. Now they're done for three of them. What makes you so sure? As the run shouldn't take more than an hour. Hour and a half both ways. Especially in Marble's Nancy Ruth. He's a fast 48-footer with diesel power. They've been gone now more than three hours. Mm, this looks more than ever like a job for Superman. How's that, Mr. Kent? Uh, oh, I was just thinking out loud. Uh, look, Mr. Barnaby, could you tell me just where on the fishing grounds this uh, this thing you speak of is said to be found? Uh, you're not thinking of going out there to look for him. I might. Hmm. Who'd be fool enough to take you out? Even let you hire a boat. Don't you worry about that. I'll manage it all right. Just give me the course. You're asking for it, so here it is. Go straight out from the docks to the last bell buoy. Keep it on your stabbard. There are three points east-northeast for two miles. It'll run you smack dab into it. Much obliged, Mr. Barnaby. Good night. Good night. And heaven help you. Leaving the puzzled fisherman shaking his head sadly, Lark Kent ducks behind a darkened shack and once again resumes his true identity of Superman. A moment later, he takes to the sky in search of his friends. Will he find them? We'll know more in a moment when we return for the climax of today's episode. So stand by. Say, my young friends tell me it's more exciting than ever these days collecting those nifty comic buttons from packages of Kellogg's Pep because they're all mighty close to having all 18 buttons in the series and they can hardly wait for the exciting news that I've been promising for next week. Think of it. Won't you feel like strutting around when you can sport Vitamin Flintheart and Beezy and, and Superman and all the other 18 different comic buttons on your jacket or your dress or cap? And think of the fun in rounding out your collection and trading duplicates with your pals and looking for a new button every time Mom opens a new package of pep. That's how simple it is to get these pep comic buttons, you know. You don't have to spend a single penny of your allowance. Don't even send in a buck stop. Fact is, you can't buy them anywhere. But you get a comic button, an exclusive prize, every time you open a new package of Kellogg's Pep. That's Pep, the sunshine cereal, the good whole wheat flakes with a catchy sunshine flavor. So crisp and, and tender and fresh that, well, it makes you glad when breakfast time rolls around. Why, a pep tastes a doggone toasty and golden, your appetite wakes right up on a spring morning. So, gang, get your prizes and the good eating in P.E.P. 
the sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pet. Now, back to the adventures of Superman. As Superman takes off in an effort to find them, Lois Lane, Horatio Horn, and Captain Marvel are still floundering in the angry waters of the cold North Atlantic. Cramped and nearly frozen, they cling for dear life to the fast-sinking hull of their capsized boat. Only a few minutes left before this hull goes under. Oh, that, that's a, a happy thought, Captain. Quick, let go and swim away from this hull. Fast as you can. Oh, she's going under. Who can swim? I, I can't move a muscle. I, I'll help you, Miss Lane. All right. No, push away with your legs. Go! Well, there goes the Nancy Ruth. Best boat I ever owned. Swim fast, or the suction will drag you under. Clinging desperately with numbed fingers to the bits of wood torn from the wreckage. Lois Lane, Horatio Horn, and Captain Marble continue to drift farther and farther eastward into the vast Atlantic Ocean. Meanwhile, Superman has arrived at the spot where they first capsized, and hovering in midair, vainly scans the angry white-capped waters. This is where Barnaby said they went, but they're not here now. Where can they be? I must find them, I must. Away! Unaware that the tide has carried his friends out to sea, Superman continues his search of the area, his keen eyes scanning the dark waters as he skims low. How will Superman find the shipwrecked trio? And will it be in time to save them all from serious injury or worse? Perhaps he may even run into the so-called sea monster. Now that Superman has gone into action, there's excitement ahead in this mysterious story of the Phantom of the Sea. So don't miss the next episode. Be sure to tune in again tomorrow. Same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman is the copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at this same time by Kellogg's Pat, the sunshine cereal. Say, gang, do you know the only cereal that goes snap, crackle, and pop when you pour on milk? Kellogg's Rice Krispies. Sure, you've seen those famous little elves snap, crackle, and pop in cartoons and on the Rice Krispies package. And you've heard those golden bubbles of oven pop rice sing out at breakfast time. That means that they're crisp. Crisp as crisp can be. Have yourself a bowl full tomorrow morning. Ask Mom for the one and only Snap, Crackle, and Pop cereal, Kellogg's Rice Krispies. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.